Hey, hey, hey. It's a workable day in the neighborhood. Welcome back, everyone. Good to see you here. Morning, morning, morning. It's a workable day. Hello, jazz musique. I love it. Good morning, good morning. I hope you've got your neighbor hoodies on today. It is Friday, Friday, Friday. We talked about how easy it is to forget the day of the week. Morning, morning, morning. Love watching y'all come in. Morning, morning. It's a workable day in the neighborhood. A workable day in the neighborhood. Sing it with me. It's a workable day in the neighborhood. A workable day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Hi neighbors, far and wide. I'd be interested to know how far and wide our neighbors are. I know where some of y'all live, but not everybody. This could be interesting. Uh, so it's Friday, and uh, one of the things we were trying to do was to think of a song with Friday in the title, uh, well, with the day of the week in the title, so to help us remember um, and Friday is an interesting one. I, I, for, for that matter, Wednesday and Thursday were really hard. I, I looked, y'all. I looked. Yay! I love seeing where you're coming from. PDX! Um, so I looked, and uh, it, it's tough, okay? But Friday, there's, there's more Friday songs. But the first one that came to my mind uh, is The Cure. Anyone remember The Cure? So The Cure is... I'm new to your page, where are you? I'm in Boulder, I'm right down the street from you. Um, okay, if you remember The Cure, I'm not sure The Cure is great music to be listening to right in this moment, all due respect to The Cure, um, but that was some heavy music. It was good for when you were like a depressed teenager, you know, um, but, but now, I don't know. Uh, but do, do you remember Friday I'm in Love? Anyone remember that song, Friday I'm in Love? It was something like, um, I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday, Wednesday, they're great too. Something like that. Thursday, I don't care about you, but Friday I'm in love. So let's go with that. Friday, we're in love. Yay! Hello, hello, hello. Colorado Springs, represent. I love it. Okay, so your uh, mission, should you choose to accept it uh, after today's sit and chat, would be to go listen to Friday, I'm in Love by The Cure. And some of us will have flashbacks and some of you will learn something new. Um, okay, what else do I want to report? So, uh, hoodie report. I'm definitely getting down to the end of my basket of hoodies. Uh, this is my Harvard hoodie. Uh, I did not go to Harvard. I feel like I should say that right off the bat. Um, but my little brother, Lewis, did go to Harvard. And so the deal is, if you even have a family member who's gone to Harvard, you get to wear the sweatshirt and enjoy that when you wear it out in public, people might like try to assess, did she really go to Harvard or did she just buy that sweatshirt? 
Uh, for me, the answer is neither. My brother gave me this sweatshirt for Christmas, his first year of college. If you haven't really figured it out, I keep clothes for a long time. I'll never get rid of it. It's one of my favorites because Lewis gave it to me. But it is also fun to like go to the grocery store and you're like, and you know, you think people are going, I bet she didn't really go to Harvard. Like, what does a Harvard person look like? You know? Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. I think I'll take that lettuce. You know, anyway. Um, okay, another hoodie report is, guess what? I found out, if you were here yesterday, um, I got a surprise gift in the mail from one of you uh, that was, it's a workable day in the neighborhood, a hoodie. And I found out who it was, who the, the secret Santa was that gave it to me. And seriously, I shouldn't even have been the slightest bit surprised. In fact, I feel like I should have known because there was like a speed to it that was rare. And this is, it's my friend Heather. And Heather is one of those people that can get shit done faster than you can even think it. So I should have known it was Heather. Heather story, you rock, sister. But I also wanted to tell you all stories. So when I was in college, where I really went to college, which wasn't Harvard, where I, at UC San Diego, some of you probably know that UC San Diego is not far from Tijuana, the border with Mexico. So when you're like 18 and you can't drink, and of course, you know, that's your number one goal in college, apparently, uh, we could easily go across the border down to Tijuana, which we called TJ. You could go down to TJ and just party your pants off if you wanted to. Um, I confess, I really, I, I only did that once or twice. I didn't party my pants off, literally, but I, I only went down there once or twice. So I'm, I'm acting like I'm all big, you know, like, yeah, TJ. And I, I really only went a couple times. But here's the point of the story is there was always this risk that if you were like acting out, you know, that you would get busted and thrown into a Tijuana jail. And that at the time just seemed like the scariest thing ever because none of the normal rules applied. Basically, you could like pay your way out. I don't even know if any of this is true, but it's what it seemed like, right? So you wanted to always have in your back pocket, like who is the friend you would call to get out of a Tijuana jail? And it was really interesting question because it made you then really evaluate your friends because it had to be someone that was like quick on their feet super resourceful like they could figure out if you needed bail like how could they get it they could get down there they didn't have a car they could find a car you know so it was like whoever made that cut was a special friend and the reason i'm telling you this whole story is because so i i figured out yesterday the person who surprised me with the It's a Workable Day in the Neighborhood hoodie was my friend Heather. And let me just say this, Heather probably tops the list of my all-time who would you call to get you out of a Tijuana jail list. Like, absolutely. Speed dial, basically. So if it happens, Heather, and you're here, if it happens, watch out because I got you in my favorites list. So anyway, that could be some other reflection for you today is who is your friend you would call? Because like, let's be honest, I, my husband's not on here, so I'll say this. 
it, it's not really my husband. Not that he's not resourceful and not that he doesn't care, both of those things, but he's definitely not fast enough. He'd think too hard. Heather would be on the phone en route while you were telling her what was up, she'd already be en route. So there you go. Think of who your friend is that would bust you out of really, you know, any jail. But for us in college, it was TJ. All right, so onward. That was just a little distraction for those of you that have been saying like, oh, I want a distraction from all this. There you go. Um, okay, so today this is what I'm thinking about. Uh, yesterday I talked about, let's see, what was our alliteration? Reliable ritual resources. Reliable ritual resources at the ready. Right, So that you want to have these reliable practices that you go to when you're starting to feel yourself essentially get off center, whatever that means for you, whatever that looks like for you, whatever that feels like. So what I was thinking about today in terms of developing those reliable ritual resources to have at the ready is that you've got to take a moment to sit with the feelings that are arising. And it's like hold space for yourself and ask those feelings, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to tell me? Because the answer to that question will impact the reliable ritual resource you have at the ready. In other words, it's gonna inform what you need to do to restore yourself. Oh my goodness, there's another, hi Joey! I love my friend Joey so much. I would also call him to break me out of a Tijuana jail. Anyway, back to the story. <laughs> so, the, the answer to what are my feelings trying to tell me can really feed what that reliable ritual resource is. And here, it's how you'd hold space for yourself is related to the meditations we've been doing together every day. So if you've been here, you may recall that we're doing this koshas meditation, all of the five layers of your consciousness. There's the physical consciousness, right? Physical body, it's called anamaya kosha. The next layer is your energetic level of consciousness called pranamaya kosha. And we've been checking in first with your physical body, then your energetic self. Then the third layer is called manomaya kosha. And this is the layer where we experience things that we call like the monkey mind, thoughts, emotions, right? This is the layer that is subject to patterning and getting stuck in emotional grooves. Right? And right now, for some of us, this is like anxiety, panic, fear, depression, right? Not everybody, but some of us. So it's on that layer, but in our daily meditations, we keep going. We go to the next layer of consciousness, which is called Vinyanamaya Kosha. And this is the layer that is able to witness, right? To bear witness to the lower mind. Sometimes that's called the higher mind and the lower mind. So for a second, recognize that you can be having thoughts and emotions and then simultaneously be witnessing them. How is that possible? Well, the koshas explain how that's possible, that you have a more refined layer of consciousness, sometimes called the wisdom layer. So this, my neighbors, 
is how we can actually hold space for ourselves, right? So you can be having the feelings and then basically from that next level of your consciousness called Vinyana Maya Kosha, you can hold space, bear witness. You say, okay, all right, what is it that you would like me to know? And here's the trick. You already know, meaning you already have that wisdom. But in going through this process of holding space for yourself, you illuminate the wisdom. You illuminate the knowledge. It's already there. It's like you're turning on the light in that area. You know what I'm saying? So this idea that we go from that fourth layer of our consciousness, Vinyana Maya Kosha, we hold space for what's happening on the third layer, Mano Maya Kosha. You don't really have to remember all those names, but just generally get a sense experientially of what that feels like, where it's like, oh, okay, I can be having feelings and then simultaneously I can hold space for those feelings. This is how we do it. From the wisdom layer, we say, ah, oh, I am witnessing feelings of panic or anxiety or stress or depression, anything that you know deserves a, a deeper look. You say, ah, oh, I am experiencing this right now. It's, I'm saying experiencing because it's impermanent, right? I am experiencing, I'll go with anxiety. Then I say, okay, anxiety, what is it that you want me to know? What is it that you want to illuminate? And the answer may be, you're trying to do too much at once. You're trying to be you know, a, a hero. You're trying to do this perfectly. You're not taking care of yourself enough. You're not devoting enough time to rest. You know, whatever it is. Now you can do this internally, like just thinking, witness, hold space, get that insight, right? You can do that internally, but if that doesn't work for you, if it feels like too jumbledy in there at this time, you could certainly journal this. I think that can really help. Think about that. It's like you're holding space for yourself and like taking notes on that space that you're holding for yourself. And then you'll have that insight actually written down. It's like that third level of your consciousness getting to voice itself, being seen, being heard, you know what I mean? And that can be really therapeutic. So trust that the wisdom is already there. This shouldn't feel like a struggle to figure it out. It's already there. You just need to have a little process where you say, okay, feeling, whatever it is, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to tell me? And it's on that next layer of your consciousness that you can bear witness. So I really encourage you um, to explore that if you're feeling feelings right now, which I think most of us are feeling feelings. But I offer that today in hopes that maybe that creates a little process so that you don't feel overwhelmed with any feeling, grief, sadness, fear, anxiety, any of those. What are you trying to tell me? Pause. What are you trying to tell me? I see you. I see you, anxiety. Okay, okay, okay. Let's sit down for a second. Let's bear witness. What have you got? Talk to me. Right? So anyway, I hope that really um, is a benefit.
I hope it makes sense. If it doesn't, shoot me a note and I can definitely try to make it make more sense. Shall we sit then, friends? Let's sit together. Because in this sitting, we become more and more aware of what these koshas are, right? They're purely experiential. Um, you, you, I, you could read about them, but it won't do you nearly as much good as just experiencing them. And that's what we've done in each and every one of these neighborhood sits. So let's do it. Come into a workable seat. That means something that feels like you're engaged and alert and aware, but not bracing and not so uncomfortable that you can't turn inward. And then put your palms down on your thighs to really reinforce a feeling of being grounded in the present moment. And we always begin with the grossest layer of our consciousness, that of your physical body. So do a little scan of your body today. How's it feeling? Aches and pains, feelings of joy, ease, anything in between. Can we, however, avoid labeling those things as good or bad and just note them like a scientist might? This is a time for us to collect information from every layer of our consciousness. What does your body have to say? Hold space for your body in this moment. What is it trying to tell you? And then notice all the points where your body is supported from something below the floor, a cushion, the carpet. And then press downward into those points and observe what rises upward when you root downward. Crown of your head, bridge of your nose, tops of your shoulders, tops of your ears. Feel those points work in both union and opposition to that which is rooting downward. Observe the space in between the entirety of your torso. Witness your spine elegantly rise upward and root downward. Now bring awareness to your breath. Let it beckon you inward towards the more subtle layers of your consciousness. How's your breath today? What is it trying to tell you? Slow and deep and easeful, or is it a little shorter, a little jagged today? Don't try to fix it. Just observe, take note, bear witness. And then go even subtler, go deeper. Your energy, how is it today? Is it feeling flat and dull? Is it feeling sharp and shiny? Is it feeling somewhere in between? Don't try to edit it. 
Just bear witness. What is it trying to tell you today? And then bring tender awareness to your mind. Manomaya Kosha, the third layer, the lower mind, emotions, thoughts, what's happening today? What's the tone, the flavor, the vibe? Don't try to edit it. Just note, bear witness. After this, you might return back to those thoughts and feelings and say, what are you trying to tell me? Go even subtler into the knowledge and wisdom layer of your consciousness, Vinyana Maya Kosha. from this place that we hold space for the activities in our lower mind. This is where you hold wisdom, insight, the level of intuition. What does your intuition tell you about the day? Then go even deeper. Maybe just get a glimpse of the layer of your consciousness, Ananda Maya. Ananda means bliss. There's a level of bliss here, unimpacted by coronaviruses or anything else. It's like a constant hum of bliss based only in the fact that you're alive today, manifesting in the world, embracing opportunity for growth, evolution, change. Within Ananda Maya lies Atman, your very soul. that layer of your being that is indestructible. Your essence, your special sauce. This is both what is unique about you and the same that divine spark that is the same in all living things. When we say namaste to each other, it is from this place we say it. 
It is in this place that we receive it. And now pan out even further. Witness your whole self, not one layer better or more important than the other, all essential, all necessary. all deserving of care and attention. Observe how you can be feeling, let's say, agitated and wise, blissful and panicked. You are whole, you are complete. You are on the path, awake and alive. Let's place our hands together in front of our hearts. So collectively, as a neighborhood that has come together in challenging times, we offer the merits of our practice. We offer the merits of this collective, this coming together in union. We offer the merits of our sit to all beings, especially to those who are suffering and feeling under-resourced. May our efforts in some way be of benefit. May we be the teachers we seek. May we teach by our living example. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Peace, peace, peace. Namaste. Thank you, neighbors. Thank you, thank you. Ah, it's always cool to feel that after effect of your sit. This is called shesha, that residue that remains after an experience. It's like the taste that lingers on your proverbial tongue. So don't miss it. Mm. Thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's do Q&A tomorrow, what do you say? Let's lighten it up, we'll do some Q&A. So maybe think of the questions that you would love to have answered. I'd love for it to be more interactive tomorrow. You've been so wonderful uh, bearing witness to me and what I have to share this week. So let's tomorrow do some Q&A and pretty much anything goes. Obviously, like I said the first time we did Q&A about a week ago, you know, if it's like pervy stuff and you want to see my feet or whatever, like probably not. But 
it, you, you can ask anything about anything. It doesn't have to just be about yoga, but I'm happy to ask about yoga. I mean, uh, talk about yoga and, and things like that. And I'm also happy to say when I absolutely am not the right person to ask about something. I'm all about referrals. Thank you guys, thank you. Those of you that are just joining in this last second, we're just signing off, but I am recording all of these and you can see them on my IGTV channel and label them by the date. So if you missed a day, this was the first one you've ever done, if you were intrigued by it, they're all different. We have the a sit in every single one and riff on different topics. They'll do some readings some days, stuff like that. So please feel free to go back and uh, listen to what you like. You can always, you know, fast forward if there are parts that you don't like. Um, let's see. And yeah, I got a new class coming out today on um, my Vimeo page, which you can get to from my website. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys because you're here. Uh, the one coming out today is called The Hipness. And it's all different types of hip openers. Uh, I'm responding to what you're asking for specifically, and I keep getting requests for that. Yesterday, I put one up called Nightcap, which is a short practice you can do standing next to your bed, and then you get into bed, and we do a little guided body scan meditation, body mandala. So uh, that was yesterday, and then today I've got the hipness. Hasn't been released yet. But uh, if that interests you, uh, that's up on my page. It's for rent or for download. And yeah, lots of amazing things happening out there. This is a great time for us to learn new tricks. Would love a yin class. Yeah, maybe. A lot of them are hip-centric already. It's not straight yin. Um, but I'll just say there might be one being filmed today, but we'll see. You'll just have to stay tuned. Um, but they're all pretty simple and grounding and mellow. There's a few that are a little bit more like Oh, fiery, but even so, like one called base camp, it's more like a campfire, not like a bonfire kind of thing. So they're all being made right now. So they're all being very much um, informed by what's happening in the world. So they're pretty much all grounding, mellow and simple, which I think is really personally, I think that's what we need right now. Um, but a few of them are a little more sparky than others. But take a look at what's there. And if you see some big gaps, then let me know. Then let me know. Um, all right. Thank you again. Have a workable day in the neighborhood. You've got this. I believe that fully, sincerely, with my the entirety of my being. I'll see you tomorrow. Q&A. Bring some fun questions. And we'll just have a nice morning together. Saturday morning. Bring your Saturday song, too. All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you. So appreciate you. Invite people to come to this tomorrow if you'd like. Have a workable day. I sure will. Thank you.